Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of On the Come Up with KG. And today we have a very special guest. Here's my friend Muse, and I'm going to go ahead and let him introduce himself. Hey, yo, what's going on, people? My name is Moose. People know me as Brian. I'm a photographer based in the DC slash DFW area. And thank you, KG, for having me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so are you excited to be here? I'm so excited. I'm, I'm kind of so nervous. Excited. So I woke up this morning, jumped in, skipping on the way to KG's house. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me tell you guys. He asked us if we can move it back to 12. We were supposed to start filming at 1. He asked us to move it back, and he was still late. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> I don't know what to say. That's cutting Yikes. people's time for you. So, yeah. Um, okay, so where are you from originally? I'm originally from the UK. I'm originally from Northwest London, um, a place called Luton. Um, but now I went to school in the DMV. I went to Morgan State to shout the bears. Let's go. And yeah. Okay. So when you were, when you decided that you wanted to come to the US for college, was that like, groundbreaking news to anybody it was like um i don't know when i when i first decided i want to go to school here i was like kind of nervous because you know tv what you see on tv is different from going to hbcu <laughs> so it's like so i spent like a big party school like i don't know what to expect then but going to hbcu especially morgan has really opened my eyes that like, there's different types of black people so in the uk we don't really see that so we don't really have hbcus in london so i guess that's kind of like really interesting to um, experience. And what is black culture like in London? So black culture in London is very different. So if you're black in London, you're either African or Caribbean. Mm. But I feel like here, you can either be just straight black, or you can be <laughs> African, you can be Caribbean or whatever. So like here, there's like, the word black is like, there's more different types of yeah. black for me. So, yeah. And then it's crazy because you went from the UK to a HBCU. It's not like you came here and went to like a PWI. So you really got to exactly get the exactly. gist of how many different types of black people because i'm assuming that you had a different perspective of what african-americans were like before you moved to the uk or moved from the uk honestly so in the uk we just have the stereotype of african-americans so we just see like we think like african-americans like people have like driving these like cars with these big wheels gold teeth <laughs> d- chains dripped out so like coming to america they realize like that's not really the stigma uh-huh. so it's kind of really opened my eyes about that Okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And so, again, though, like when you told your family or your friends that you were deciding to go to the U.S. for college, was that like major for them? Were they nervous, scared? Because when I left from California, that was like groundbreaking news. Like everybody's like, what, you're leaving? I think for my family, I think they're more so scared because like, you know, we were seeing on TV about like the police brutality and stuff, how like cops became the black people. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they were mainly scared that um, that could be the case for me. But just most like, I had to give them reassurance that it's not like, I know it's, that's an issue, but I'll be okay. Like, let me spread my wings and grow. Yeah. Let me experience a different side of the world, you know, a different culture. So definitely happy about that. And so how did you know about HBCUs? Honestly, I didn't. I'm not going to lie to you. So at the time I applied for Morgan, I had a choice for either University of Maryland, mm. um, Howard, or Morgan State. But Howard is just like crazy money. And coming from being an international student, that is crazy. UMD is in the area as well, so it's also a PWI. But Morgan just gave like a perfect mix of like the two. And also being in Baltimore as well is like completely different. So, yeah. Okay, so I have, this is kind of off. But have you been introduced to any music, like Baltimore music? 
Oh my gosh. I, I hate Baltimore music. I feel really? like that's what me. Yes, I feel like the accents really, really throw me off. Like the two, two. It doesn't I remind mean, you of like UK. Like... No, why do people say that? I don't get, I don't hear what people hear. Like people say that Baltimore's like a ghetto British accent, <laughs> but I disagree. I hate the Baltimore accent so much. I, I also agree though. I think Baltimore has like the worst accent in the no, whole United they really, States. No, they really do. They really do. I just like, <laughs> yeah, like sometimes like, what are you even saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. But I don't, I'm not too familiar with music in Baltimore, but I do know. Have you heard of Shorty Shorty? No. No? no. I love Shorty Shorty, but he has a real West Coast sound. Like if you listen to him, you he's think from he's from the West Coast, but he's from Baltimore. Yeah. I've never heard of him. He's dope. Is he that big? Eh, maybe. I feel like I know him a lot because I'm from California, mm -hmm. and we have a really particular sound, and he just sounds really? like he's from the West Coast, yeah. Okay. So you should check him out. That's good. That's good. Okay, so this is going to be, like, a tough question, but I want you to be honest. How was your education experience? At Morgan? At Morgan. Like, and, like raw. Like, do you feel like you were really challenged? <sighs> Um, not really. I feel like school in America is um, fairly easy. Mm -hmm. So before Morgan, I went to a community college. Mm -hmm. So that was still fairly easy also. But I feel like the, just like just the education aspect, it was okay. But the admin was terrible. So someone told me that's like a stigma. No, that's an HBCU, HBCU experience. So like, admin is terrible. Like, even the sure. stuff, I wasn't meant to graduate. My professor really allowed me, was really prepared to allow me to say an extra semester for one class. I was like... I did the same thing. Shut I was up. like, what? I one did, class? Yes, and, I, and it was online. That's right, it was an online class. I said, it's never that deep. It's never that deep. Same, then, same, same. At the last minute, she came through, and then, you know, your boy graduated. Yeah, you can never get them on the phone. Financial aid, terrible. My thing is, my thing is, they said email. If people are working from home, right, uh -huh. what are they doing the whole day that I'm checking the emails? Yo, they let that phone ring. Like, it's it's so crazy. Okay, so yeah, I went to school. I went to high school in California, and then I did college in Louisiana, which I think by record has, like, the worst educational system in the whole United States. And a lot of the people who attend Grambling are from Louisiana. So even the professors would, like, baby that, yeah. you know, baby them and make things easier for them. And it would be like a professor would ask us to write a two-page paper, yeah. and the students would be in an uproar like that's too much and i would have to write 10 page papers you know wait so was there a culture shock going to school from being from california and going to louisiana so one of the most the biggest culture shocks i would say honestly is that in california y'all gonna beat me up for this but in california a lot of the black men don't like black women if we're being real i mean that's like not just in california but that's everywhere though but it's very apparent in california it's really? like yeah like they want mixed women or racially ambiguous women or Latino women. That's crazy. Women. So I've only been in Texas for a couple of days. I realized that is the case here. So really? KFW, yeah. Like I, yesterday I went out to Deep Ellum. There's loads of black men. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them. I'm just saying that's like... It's different. It's, yeah, it's different. Exactly. Mm. So in D.C., um, we love black women. In mm. London, we, black, we love mm. black women also. So Yeah, so when I went to Louisiana, it was like... Oh shit! You think I'm attractive, actually? You know? Really? Yeah, like that so was the athletes there at your school, right? Mm -hmm. Were they with black women or they were? Yeah, women? everyone's black. Like everyone's black. Everyone loves black women, and that was very like that was a culture shock to me. I think that really helped my confidence because back at home, I went. I lived in a predominantly Hispanic area, so it was like I was always when all my friends were dating, all my best friends were also Hispanic. I was not dating because I just wasn't was that Hispanic. Yeah. You didn't date them because they were Hispanic? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay. Don't click that. 
No, I'm saying like I wasn't attracted to them because I wasn't Hispanic. Oh, you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I wasn't like the chosen one or I wasn't the standard of beauty. Mm -hmm. So when I moved to Louisiana and like in the deep south, the standard of beauty is more women who look like me, like dark skin, black, black features. Yeah. Listen, this is my first time in the south, so I'm still yet to experience that, like how um, people really operate down here. Mm -hmm. So I'm just so used to being in the DMV, so, yeah. Yeah, so that was, like, that was probably the biggest culture shock. Um, and then just little stuff like the music, that was crazy. Really? Yeah. So how does, like, California music compare to um, dance music? It's so different. Really? People in Louisiana specifically hate West Coast music. Like, they think it's well, hot West garbage. Coast, like, like Tiger, g Easy. <laughs> YG, no. no? Okay. YG, okay, yes, you can say YG, but he has definitely made his sound more mainstream over the years. But back, if you go back to like, I want to say like 2000, even 14, 15, YG, like that was West Coast music. That's the epitome of West Coast music. Oh, really? Yeah, but now you have more artists that kind of evolved from that sound, like Blast, um, Bino. And even Shorty Shorty, even though he's not from the West Coast, he still emulates that like ultimate okay, that West, Coast West Coast sound. Coast yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. But they don't like it. They absolutely hate it. They think it's trash. I am okay with Louisiana music, but the thing about Louisiana Louisiana people is that they're very like honestly, they're small minded. And so they just think Louisiana, really? Yeah. They just I'm think about where they're from and what they do and what they listen to. That's the only thing that appeals to them. So anything outside of Louisiana culture is like, mm -mm. and they're so stuck and like back in the day, like they're not really progressive. I feel like, especially if coming from California, we're constantly progressing. Like California is just that state that's always like, what's the next best thing? And Louisiana is just not like that. But how far was your school from um, St. Orleans, New Orleans? Um, about four hours. How far are you from Xavier? About four hours. Oh, okay. But I love New Orleans. I love Louisiana culture, don't get me wrong. Louisiana is one of the places, I think, in the United States that ha really has its own authentic, raw culture so different from anybody else. Ooh, debatable. I think, I think the DMV has its own little culture. I've never been. I feel like the DMV, you have to, you have to, you have to be there to really understand what I'm talking about. That it has its, like The vibes are really unmatched. You I want to go. Nothing can ever compare. But you, if you go to New Orleans, you're going to say the same thing. Really? If you go to New Orleans, you're going to feel like you're out the country. You're not even feel like you're in the state. New Orleans? Anymore. Really? Swear to God. Is it the weather? It's not the weather. It's the people. It's the accent. It's the culture. It's the food. It's the mannerisms. It's the everything. Like, New Orleans is such a beautiful place. Louisiana in general is really genuinely, like, a, a beautiful place because there is submersed in so much culture yeah. and history. Like, by all means, I, I know I be talking my shit here and there, but I love Louisiana. Like, it really is a beautiful place. Would you ever like, move to Louisiana? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would not move there permanently. I lived there for four years, and that was good enough for me, and I appreciate it. I love it. I feel like a lot of people should experience Louisiana for what it is, especially New Orleans. But, um, yeah. Interesting. Everybody should go to New Orleans. New Orleans is beautiful. and I And I don't mean, like, Bourbon Street and, you know, typical New Orleans things. I mean, like, find a friend who's from, born and raised from New Orleans and go spend a day with them. Because that's what changed my perspective of New Orleans. I've been there, like, multiple times, year and year again. But I have a friend 
who was actually born and raised in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And her family is just beautiful. Like her mom was giving us a little bit of history mm-hmm. and her family was so welcoming. We went to a family party. They had crawfish boil, mm-hmm. music, like beautiful culture. I love it. Interesting. Um, okay, so how do you feel about how do you feel about Dallas thus far? How feel about Dallas? I when I first got here, it was so, so cold. I was like, I'm really wearing a thick jacket. Like, you people said it's warm down here, but it's actually freezing. Mm. And then on Thursday, there was a tornado warning. <laughs> I was like, what is really going and on? And now it's like hot as hell. Yeah, it's so nice outside. But Dallas, but Dallas itself has just been different. Um, it's just the culture here is really different. Um, so yesterday, I went to Deep Ellum and I was shocked to see guys in like these like cars with these like, big wheels. I'm like, <laughs> How is your your worst nightmare when you yes, think I was like, what what is this? This this is not cool. Like back in if we were back in two thousand two, exactly. Like let that shit go, bro. And then in London we don't have that. In in the DMV, I'm like yo, that's so lame. But in Texas that's normal. You guys like that, or, the, or maybe a southern thing, really. But yeah, yeah, that's so lame. <laughs> yeah, I think you have to get like. Because I personally, I'm not from Dallas, but I, I think I kind of told you this before, how I get offended when people say they don't like Dallas. Like, I love Dallas. I really do. You've been here for like, what, two years now? A year and a year. some change. Yeah, okay. I love Dallas. And I don't see myself living here permanently or even like long, long term. But I love it. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you were to move, where would you go? I want to move back to California. Really? It's so expensive over there, though. That's, I, don't, I don't worry about numbers. That's really? The weather? It's my family, really. Your family. I grew up okay. in a. I grew up in a really big family. I have ten siblings, all same mom, two parent household, and my siblings are just getting older now. They're having kids. Like our family's growing. That season, you know, everyone's having kids. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, I feel like I'm missing out, and I'm very family oriented. So I want to go back to college, and I just couldn't see myself like eventually when I get married and have kids. I couldn't see myself raising my family away from my immediate family from california because mm. i grew up that way like grandma aunts uncles honestly i think about being dallas for the next couple of years honestly mm-hmm. um if i go back to london maybe maybe later on in life when i want to settle and have a family but my heart is the dmv i see myself returning back there yeah yeah honestly, that's good like, i just love the dmv so much and i gotta visit I don't know, maybe, I don't know, I feel like I'm biased right now because I keep talking about it, but the DMV is really, really where it's at. I, I hear only good things about it, though. Like, yeah, I've never really yeah, heard bad things about it. So I believe you. It's the best place in America. In America? Okay. Yeah. Where else have you been? Um, I've been to Florida. I've been to Georgia. I've been to Oregon. I love Oregon. Oregon is just so green. Beautiful. Yeah, I went to Portland. It's beautiful. I went to Chicago. I went to been to New York. I've been to now Texas. Now I live here. Um, yeah, not not many places. I don't really be traveling. I want to start traveling more, but sure. I don't really be traveling like that. You got to Well, I don't know. People, of course, people want to go to LA, but I feel like when people go to LA, they already have this preconceived notion of like Hollywood and celebrities and that type of life. So I feel like you don't really get the whole LA experience. But if you want like real LA I feel like anytime you go somewhere you have to meet somebody who's actually from what's, there but what's real LA though real LA that's a good question real LA honestly is like gang banging gang banging <laughs> yeah but it's like gang banging but it's also like street food it's also like 
dance, like getting crunk. It's all types of stuff. Getting crunk? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> it's a dance. I'd have to, sh- I'm not going to physically demonstrate what it is. Is it like, um, I remember, is it like, is it like jerking in a way? I know you guys were kind of. No, no, no. So it's not like jerking? No. Have you heard of Tommy the Clown? Probably Tommy not. the Clown? Yeah. No. Probably not. No. So when, on your free time, look it up. But there's like a real authentic LA culture that I feel like a lot of people miss. And just like, okay, so whenever you see women with a bunch of gold, like these earrings that I have in, these gold nugget heart-shaped earrings, this is like real California LA culture. Like the gold nugget culture, bunch of gold chains, long nails. Yeah, like you have to really know people from wherever it is that you're visiting to really like submerse in their culture. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what everybody's missing because people go to LA and be like, it's boring. But for me, it's like, again, my family's there. Mm-hmm. And there's things to do and like places to see and just that whole overall like aesthetic of being in California. Like you can go to the beach and you can go snowboarding. I have the beaches are crazy in California. Yeah, you can go to the beach, you can go snowboarding, and you can go to the desert in like one day. Yeah, that's, that's excessive. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> you know, that's the weather's so pretty much always nice. Mm-hmm. Everybody is liberal for the most part, so it's like not too much like rules about like or how do i say it like discrimination and stuff like that like everyone's mostly liberal progressive like all the when it's when they talk about abortion rules and stuff like we're just like nah like mm-hmm. we want to keep moving forward we got like so california sounds should be very progressive it's very progressive it's i think i think don't quote me on this but i think it is the most progressive state in the united states i believe it i believe it yeah and so you do photography. That's what we're I do do about. photography. So yes. when did you start doing that? Um, I actually started in the May of last year. Oh, you just started. I mean, I've been doing it, but I started officially, officially as like a brand last May. And what made you do that? Um, I think I was going through a rough patch in my life. I realized photography really makes me happy, so mm-hmm. I was like, you know, let me just do it. And then since then, it's just been straightforward, no looking back. And so, do you? When do you feel like? So now looking back, like in retrospect, when do you think was the first time you realized like you have an eye for photography and like you actually can do this? I think it's because when my friends asked me to take pictures, mm-hmm. like, hey, yo, move, take the pictures, blah, 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 blah. And then the reaction when they showed the pictures, like, oh, this shit's fire. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you guys are really gassing me. You guys think I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. These are like iPhone pics. So then I was like, yeah, let me just borrow a camera from my school a couple years ago. And then, yeah, that's how it really started for me. And so do you think it's something that you want to do long-term or make a career out of it? Or is this something that you just kind of do on the side as a hobby? Honestly, it's like my dream. I want to do music videos. I want to be like Director oh. X, Flex or Daps. Yeah. I want to be like Cole Bennett. I want to be like what those guys do. That's dope. That's so cool. Yeah. So, someone, so I actually have a mentor. He said like, you know, listen, in this creative space, it's best to like capture the art of photography first mm-hmm. and then slowly um, dive into videos. So in DC, I actually do the big nightclubs in DC. So like Rose Bar, Ivy Girl, any DC, any DC club in D- any club in DC, you name it, I've done it. Okay. So most recently, I don't even listen to um Amma Piano, the genre. Mm-hmm. This artist called Uncle Waffles. So oh what! Yeah. I've been about him on TikTok all day. Yeah, it's a key. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been hearing about her on TikTok. So. Her team actually reached out to me. I did a video. So I did a video for her last November, which was actually pretty cool. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank thank That's you. good. So it's like, so you went to school for what? Sorry. Computer science. Okay. And so do you actually enjoy doing that or is it just something? Um, 
honestly it's okay you know having like very ethnic parents they want you to be like an engineer mm-hmm. lawyer, whatever so like, i only did computer science just to make them happy something promising if I, if I had my way honestly i probably wouldn't have gone to school um but it's, it's bad to say sorry mom <laughs> um but yeah it's just bad to say just like i just did was they wanted it for me okay you know yeah but now so wait did when did you start doing photography like was this before you went to college or after so I started before I went to college. Oh, okay. So I started before I went to college, then I stopped. I started again when I was, when I was in college. So I did like a three-year break. So I started again my last year of college. Okay, so that's interesting because I feel like what a lot of people don't talk about about college is we say that college is for to help you progress in your career after you graduate. But also, like, a lot of people don't have that experience. Like, it's actually kind of difficult to find a job in your field after college. It's true. It's true. That's why I say networking is really key. Yeah. Um, like the jobs I've had, I never really, I've never really applied for a job, which is more so just so who you know. I, I know like exactly who I know. So it's very important. Even like my my most recent job, someone's like, yeah, you know, I'm looking for someone come work for me. It's just I didn't, I've never really applied for a job since I've been here. Yeah, but I feel like the true essence of going to college or what you really get from that is really finding out who you are yeah you really do find and yourself you college, really yeah. do find yourself and also you build a community of people like it's just exactly. it's that whole life experience that i think is the most important thing about course, going to college course, is course, and, and a lot of people try to be like oh it's because you figure out what career path but i don't think that's true i really figure out you figure out really who you are in college you really do find yourself like so i was really active on campus so if i was i would have definitely um join some clubs or whatever so i feel like it's really like think about it, like these people who you go to school with could be like future like ceos in the future right presidents of a country one day you never know who you meet, meet and go yeah. so mostly just like exposure like different types of people i was mm. saying earlier yeah and i think yeah i think that's what people need to focus on like i always especially people from my hometown i always encourage them if they are going to go to college to go somewhere away from home like really? yeah, I always say move away from your hometown. Like that's. I, mean, I moved across the world, so. And, and look, 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 look where you are now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, look at all the people you've met. You know, look at. All, do you think you would have had those same opportunities had you stayed home? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But I don't want to say the wrong thing. So I'm gonna say maybe on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, honestly, I feel like me moving to America was probably the best decision I've ever made. It was like a risk that I took, but I was like, I didn't know how I was going to end up. Mm. I didn't know if this degree is going to work for me. I didn't know if I was going to get a job in tech. I was right. Do it. So it's just more so like I took that risk and this risk really um, came through for me. You know? Yeah. And I think also, for at least from my personal experience, a lot of people from back home think because I make all these risks. Because again, me moving from California to Louisiana was like a big deal. Because I feel like where I grew up in California, a lot of the people have, like, little town syndrome. So it's like everybody grew <laughs> yeah. up in that area. Everybody's parents grew up in that area. Everybody's grandparents grew up in that Everybody knows each other. You know what I mean? Like, we all went to the same elementary. We all went to middle school. And so they have small town syndrome, and nobody can really fathom the idea of leaving, even if it's for a short amount of time. And so what I did, it was, like, a big deal. But I'm also so different from all of the people who I know. Whenever I go back, they're like, oh, my gosh. Like, they think I'm just, you know, like, oh, my gosh, you're so different. Like, Is you know, it a good different or bad different? Though? It's a good different because I feel like you're just so confined to a certain way of thinking when you stay in your area. You know, that's good that people think that, that you're different. Right. Like, people have noticed a change in you. That's and good. that's, that's good why though. I always tell people. 
Like they're always asking like, oh, what did you do different? Because I think people oftentimes have a misconception that because I do this, I have it all figured out or I know what I'm doing. And it's the complete opposite. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm willing to try different shit, you know? Of course, of course. I'm willing to try. I'm willing to move away. I'm, I'm willing to be uncomfortable for an amount of time. And I feel like a lot of people are just not. And that's the difference. Mm-hmm. So I, whenever people ask me what it is that I do differently, it's just like, move away, get away, like try different exactly, things, you know, like, exactly. So yeah, that's crazy. Moving across, like moving to a different country though, that's, it's, it's different, honestly. That's but, you know, crazy. But I don't regret it though. Yeah. I really don't regret it. I'm really happy for what I've experienced here in America. It's people that I've met, the foods, like just the culture. I'm really something, honestly, I say to anyone, if you have the chance to travel, do it. Do you know it. Experience a whole different culture, immerse in, immerse in something different. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay, oh, something else. Okay, so how do I how do I segue into this conversation? Okay, how do how does you okay? So how serious did you do you take your like the creative aspect of your life, like photography? Do you feel like you dedicate a lot or enough time to it? Honestly. Um, I feel like I'm very dedicated in it. Okay. I'm, I see myself as a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. So if I see something I don't like, it really bothers me. It really is something that really, really irks me. To, to someone else, you'd be like, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that deep. I'm like, yeah, but it's like an art. Like, yeah. And, and it bothers me. So whenever I do photo shoots, usually, or any type of creative, creative gig I'm doing, I usually take out two hours of my time to really... To really capture what I'm trying to capture, I'm really trying to for it to display my work to see, and yeah, I, 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 for any research, for any shoot I do, just like most, I do some deep research on how I can really capture the best lighting, the best shadows, mm-hmm. colors, everything that comes into play. So people think like taking a photo is just like chill, yeah, like, there's so much that goes into behind the scenes, and yeah. And so, how do you think that? the amount of time that you put into your craft, how does that affect your relationships, like both platonic and romantic? It's crazy because um, I was in a romantic relationship. So my ex, um, she was very supportive on what I did, but she felt that it got to the point that all I ever spoke about was photography or, mm-hmm. hey, what do you think of this? So like, she felt like I didn't really have, also really have time for what she had to say or anything else. She felt like if it wasn't about anything creative, there was nothing really to talk about. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's um, romantic. Friendship-wise, my friends are really, really supportive. Okay. My friends really, like, my friends are really, um, most excited to see stuff on, like, stuff like, hey, yeah. I'm working on this, what do you think? Most really supporting, like, supporting the brand, really, so, yeah. Okay, because, yeah, I have some creative friends, and I think... By human nature, eventually, even if you say at a certain time in your life, you're going to focus on your craft or like honing in on your craft, right? Mm -hmm. By human nature, eventually you want to have some sort of companionship. So then you start getting into relationships and stuff like that. And then I think a common thing that I see time and time again is that you go down that route and then you realize being romantic, especially romantically involved with another person, mm-hmm. is going to take up a lot of your time. Yeah, it does. Like, it no does. matter how, you know, what you, that person feels entitled to your time. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. Like, if you're going to commit to this person and say, this is what we're doing, they want a decent amount of your time. And it's always like this tug of war because it's like, okay, I do need the companionship, but at the same time, I need to focus on this. So do you feel like 
it has to be an either or? Or do you feel like it just has to be a certain type of person that's going to be okay with the fact that you have something that you prioritize over the relationship? That's a good question, actually. Um, I think it's just more so... Not really the type of person, just more so I feel like it comes down within. You have to really find a balance. Mm. I feel like you need to find a balance whether like, okay, now it's time to really spend time with this person, but it's also time to really um, do what I need to do. So, like, you know, it's, it's okay to talk about it. Like, if your partner is um, receptive and interested, sure, but I would say don't overdo it. Yeah. I don't know if that really answers your question, but... Yeah, okay, no, that, that definitely answers the question. Okay, so what is your belief system? I'm a Christian. Okay, and so do you think that whenever you create or whenever you're in the mindset of creating, do you feel like that brings you closer to God? Because I've heard people before say that creating makes them feel closer to God because we know that God is creator and he created us. I've never really thought of it that way. Just more so like whenever I pray, just more so like I was like, hey, God, give me some. I say thank you, really. Mm -hmm. I thank you for giving me like this gift of talent or really to be able to do what I need to do. Thank you for providing me the support, like, you know, the, the people who I meet and stuff like that. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't really go that before what you're saying, like, to compare, to put yeah. the two together. So. Yeah, because I think I see it as in terms of, like, the way that I view it is I feel like just the, the more that I pursue wanting to know myself mm -hmm. simultaneously, I'm learning more about God. <laughs> so if I'm figuring out who I am, like... I'm subconsciously figuring out who God is because he, you know, he created me. And I feel like that that's interesting because when I, as I figure out what I like to do and what I want to put out and what I want to contribute to society or the world, it's, I want it to be a reflection of God all the time. Of course. That's my whole thing. So that's just, that's why I asked. Cool. Cool. Thank you everybody for tuning in for the first episode of On the Come Up with KG. I'm KG. And I'm Moose. And I plan on releasing content every week. So follow us on TikTok, Spotify, Apple Music, Instagram, YouTube, or wherever you hear your podcast. And we'll see you on next week's episode of On the Come Up with KG.